Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to this edition of the Long Talk here on New Zealand Sports Radio. Hi, I'm Paul. I'll be your host today and I've got an absolute cracking chat for you today. We're going into a new area. We've never talked motorsport before and that's where we're heading with Jessica Sitz, who is a navigator in the uh, PSP um, New Zealand Jet Sprint Championship. That's right. Those little boats that zoom around uh, uh, little lakes uh, and, and well, and islands and stuff. We'll, but we'll find out more of that as we talk to Jess. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Not bad at all. Not bad. Um, as I say, this is a totally new area for us, which is going to be fantastic. But um, we always start these with a very simple question. What's your very first sporting memory? Oh, my very first sporting memory. I would say it's actually wrestling, which is really odd. But it was more because I grew up with, you know, male cousins and it's more them practicing wrestling moves on me because they really enjoyed wrestling. <laughs> so <laughs> that's probably my very first sporting experience, which has probably toughened me up a little bit um, and also made me a little bit of a tomboy growing up as well. But, hey, I don't mind it. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. That's, I've, got, that's a new one. I've not heard that. But most of them, it's kind of like oh, quite often it's um, – oh, waking up at three o'clock in the morning and watching All Blacks tests and things like that. But no, wrestling, brilliant. That's a, <laughs> yeah, I know, something different. Yeah, they used to love, you know, WWE. And like I remember The Undertaker and The Kane and all those sort of um, old school um, wrestling guys, I guess. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin and, uh, yeah. Yes. The um, <laughs> Hulk Hogan, is that his name That's as well? <laughs> We're going back a bit further with Hulk Hogan and... Um, <laughs> Yeah. And that kind of piece. But yes. Oh, brilliant. Um, so during school, were you, were you a sporty kid? You just said you were a bit of a tomboy. So did you get involved in sports um, through school as well? Yep, a little bit. So I did a bit of tennis um, and also a bit of netball um, growing up in school. But now I do quite a bit of touch, uh, indoor netball and also boxing as well. So boxing just yep. for fitness. Yeah, I did do one corporate boxing match, actually, which oh, really challenged me. Uh, I drew. <laughs> oh, good, good. Yeah, uh, but definitely challenged me um, mentally and physically because I guess I didn't – you never want to hurt anyone, but 
you know, at the ring, you have to forget about all that and just be in the zone and get that mongrel mentality out of you, I guess. Well, as Mike Tyson said, yeah, um, we all have a good plan until someone hits you in the face. Um, <laughs> yep, definitely that first hit. I was like, I'm not taking this. <laughs> 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 uh, and yeah, no, I have I have interviewed a, uh, a friend who did white collar boxing ooh, a number of years ago now, and he did yeah this the just how tiring it is just holding your hands up the whole time. You just don't really kind of consider that as a as a non boxer. Um, yes, actually, definitely. Yeah. yeah, they always tell you to have your hands on your face the whole time because if your hands are like this and they hit your hand, you're going to hit yourself <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to be doing that. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Oh, very good. So did you ever get to any kind of through, through sort of netball and tennis, did you ever get to any kind of level or, or as, as in rep level or, did you, or, or just school stuff and, um, and and club stuff for fun? Uh, no, just school stuff. It's just more social. Um, mm -hmm. But social can never be quite that social. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's just more with friends now, which I quite enjoy. And it's just more to get out there and get fit because I like to eat. So I have to, you know, you can't can't get too big, especially sitting in a jet sprint boat. <laughs> yeah. well, can't be too on. heavy weighing the boat down. <laughs> so how actually? Uh, well, we, we, um, on, on that one, we'll do just a very quick um, aside here. But uh, how important is it that you're a similar size to your driver um, for, for balance in the boat? Uh, it's not too important. Um, from well, actually, the first question they did ask me to get me into the sport was how much I weighed right. <laughs> and maybe I met that criteria which is why they really wanted me to be a navigator <laughs> so this, but, this, is a, this is a bit like jockeys this is a kind of uh, yeah the, uh, or um uh or coxes in in rowing where you're yeah you're the smallest person doing the steering you yes definitely yeah yeah <laughs> pretty much so I all those sports we've talked about basically are kind of, um, uh, uh, the, I mean, apart from the tennis one, they're all kind of team sports. They involve running around. Um, none of them involve kind of like bikes or motorbikes or cars. Or So how do you go from a running around sport into jets, in, into a motorsport? I mean, did, did you were, did you like riding your bike down steep hills quickly? Did you, uh, I don't know, have you done any go-karting or any um, rallying or any of that kind of stuff? Uh, not too much. I've done, you know, I love adrenaline. So, you know, I've bungee jumped off the Harbour Bridge. I've jumped up the Sky Tower. I've done parasailing, paragliding. I've done all those adrenaline stuff. So I guess mm -hmm. hopping into a boat, I, it was not really, not kind of like a no-brainer in a way, but also some liquid courage did help me as well. So... <laughs> How it all happened <laughs> was basically um, I went to the first, my first ever jet sprinting prize giving as okay. a sponsor, you know, re uh, representing PSP. Um, and it was, you know, mixing and mingling with some of the drivers. And one driver happened to be out of a navigator. So last season, it was their last season. Mm -hmm. So they asked me, oh, so, you know, what do you weigh? What do you do? That sort of thing. And then, and this was after a few, you know, drinks as well. And I was like, yeah, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll be happy to jump in, you know, given no experience, blah, blah, blah. And, yeah, I guess the next morning they messaged me and be like, so you know what you committed yourself to? And I was like, uh, <laughs> yes, I guess so. <laughs> so, so. 
Yeah. So, folks, if you do go along to a, um, a, a jet sprint event and someone walks up to you and asks you your weight, they're not being rude, okay? They're, no, 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 they're not. <laughs> they're actually trying to poach you to be part of their team. <laughs> so there you go. Um, cool. And that's uh, – uh, so, all right. So, so, all right. So no experience in motorsports events. You hadn't even – I guess you, you might have seen a few clips on YouTube or something, but you'd never actually uh, – or and obviously they'll have had some – some clips during the prize giving, but uh, th that was the extent of your experience before you were being poached to be in a uh, to be to be in a team, eh? Pretty much, <laughs> exactly that. Yeah. But haven't regretted ever since, though. So it's been good. Cool. Um, the uh, so so, what does a navigator do then in the boat? Obviously, we can see what the driver does. They turn the steering yeah. wheel and um, and and, uh, and decide. Which way they're going? Um, does the uh, I know that in in speed boating, um, offshore speed boating, they have one guy who steers and one guy who, who does the throttle. Um, so do you do you do the throttle or do you, or or is that the driver as well? And do you just um, what, what do you do? <laughs> I basically help the driver or reassure the driver that he's going the right way. So with the jet sprint track or every round, there is a certain direction that we have to go. So we get a map and a series of numbers that we kind of have to memorize. And it's my job to kind of point them in the right way, like left or right. But some teams that actually have intercoms, so they say, you know, hard left or, you know, hard right. Whereas with us, me and Ollie, we'll just be using our hands to kind of navigate that way. Just point them in the right direction, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does does each course have a um, a set route, or can they change it up between them? So do you, so once you do say the um, Merry Merry uh, course, do you know that course for next year, or, or can they change it between uh, between years? Oh, they change it every every year. So every year is a different rotation, I guess. Yeah. So okay. always have to study study the map. Um, yeah, pretty much. So the island layout is the same, but the way you drive around yeah. them changes. Right, yeah, I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, um, just, just to help out with, you know, newcomers to the sport, so it's not, you know, an unfair advantage, I guess, because everyone has to learn a different rotation. Yeah, it also it also keeps it interesting as well. Uh, if it's yeah. the same course as you say, um, some some drivers might like a, a technical twisty course, and some drivers might like a um, one with more straights, etc. Um, so. Yeah. It also, yeah, means that so uh, you're not going to get the same winner or the same style of winner at each race course every year. Yeah, um, as exactly, well. exactly. Um, but the actual where the islands are, those are fixed, aren't they? For, I mean, yeah. you, you have, there are you have fixed courses, and then you have purpose-made courses occasionally for for events. But on the whole, it's at fixed courses that you guys race. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just the way we go around the course is different. Cool. Yeah. Now, I'll be honest, watching it. Um, you <laughs> Because uh, I've, I've I've done a little bit of research um, and yeah. watched I've watched a few um, events uh, and uh, yeah it just looks random. Um, whilst yes, the, when, when you watch a couple of runs, you can see that they've they've, they've gone uh, similar ways or they look pretty similar. But you can't actually. It's very difficult as, as a spectator to see what is the route and where they're supposed to go. I guess is the there's there's no kind of billboards up, is there? No, there isn't. I mean, we do share on our Facebook page, you know, where, you know, what the rotation is going to be. But I guess maybe when you hopefully you'll get to come to Mary Mary um, and then you might be able to figure out the rotation then after a few boats going the same way. 
<laughs> no, no, no I've even I've even got myself a, uh, um, a a cameraman to come along as well. There's going to be two of us, um, so you know we are we are booked in and we'll be there. Oh, so yeah. um, just to bring people up to speed, then. So um, the, the jet sprinting in New Zealand basically has is is organised by the um, New Zealand Jet Sprint Association, uh, and you guys have a uh, they obviously have your championship, which is yeah. um, for this this season is five rounds. And it's a summer event, folks. So it's, it, this it really runs from November through till April. Um, and there are three categories across that as well. Is that the only events, or, or are there are, are there lower events that people where a lower entry sort of events, or are, is it literally just five um, five events a year? Yeah, it's just the five events this year. Uh, normally, it's about six six rounds, uh, but we just dropped around this year. Right. Um, yeah. And so, so across those, there are, there are three, there are three categories. Um, do you yeah. want to just give an idea as to as to what the uh, as to, to what the three categories are? And what's what's the difference between the boats? Yep. So we've got the Group Bs and Group As, um, and also super boats. So Group Group A is the category we're in, and it's you're restricted with the engine size and what you can do with the engine. Um, so with us, yeah, I think it's 6.7 uh, cubic liters or something that you have to um, keep within the size. And it's just how much horsepower you can get out of that engine size. Uh, similar with the Group B, so it's a bit slower and they're a bit smaller engines. And then with the Supervotes, it's basically unlimited. So you can put do whatever you want to the engine, however money you have, like you can just pour it all in and just go super fast so with yeah <laughs> so with the group a's um we go up to 650 horsepower and then with the super boats it's 950 onwards up so it's really really fast cool um now the is is that just a category for new zealand or is that a worldwide um set of categories uh that uh, that, that exist Yep, so worldwide is Group A's and also the Superboats, and then Group B is just um, the additional just for New Zealand. Right, okay. Have as well. So um, you, you mentioned that uh, you, you navigate for the world champions. So I guess that makes you the world champion in um, <laughs> um, uh, Group A, right? I, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> oh, dear me, you're, you're playing yourself down. You, you, you are the, the world champion navigator at to Group A level. Um, so which countries get involved in this? I mean, who, where, where did you go for the world championships? Um, and yeah, and, and how many, how many different countries, how, how international is this uh, sport? Yep. So uh, we did it a couple of years ago in Australia, the world championship. And I guess the other countries that uh, participated were America, Canada, and also um, Australia and New Zealand. So it's just basically four countries. Uh, that we competed. Uh, so we went the first, so it's basically two rounds. The first round was um, just outside of uh, Adelaide called a little town called Keith. And then the second round was in uh, just in the, over the, I think New South Wales area, the Carabita, I think something like that. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So, um, so many English, so, so yeah, so, so English speaking um, countries, yeah, no, say North yeah. Canada, the USA, Australia and uh, and New Zealand the main the main countries. Um, have you raced in Australia or Canada? Uh, sorry, in, 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 
No, we haven't actually. So we've just only raced in um, Australia and New Zealand. So just those two countries at the moment. Yeah. Cool. I think that, well, the next world champion was supposed to be in America, which we were planning on going to, but given the whole COVID situation, um, unfortunately that's just been put on hold for now. Yep. Um, and I mean, entering those eventually, obviously you take your own boat. It's not like you, it's not like, it's not some fixed uh, class where you sort of rock up and all use the same boats. So yeah, there's, there's a certain amount of expense that goes into um this uh, to, to, be able to, to also be able to compete in those overseas events uh how as you just said you represent a um sponsor so you clearly have a full-time job with um uh psp yes. um how uh, how professional are the teams i mean are they all amateur racers um sort of self-funded or how does that how does that all work yeah so there's a mixture so some people are self-funded um and then also some people do have sponsors and stuff as well so it's a mixture of both but even the ones with sponsors aren't full-time drivers, are they? They they do they have a day job um, yeah. as, as, as well. No, no yeah, there's, there's, it's not a fully it's not a full professional sport. Uh, no, no, not at this stage. We, so we would like to though. <laughs> yep. Um, let's see, let's see if we can uh, we can we can grow that up, and uh, uh, we're having a chat with them about that. Um, but um, so fantastic. That's uh, the so coming into the third round. How are you guys doing this season? Uh, not doing too bad. We're sitting tied for first place at the moment. So anything can happen because it is one point difference between each placing. Right. So we came second in the last round, which was in Wanganui. And then we came first in, um, yeah, the first round. In Featherstone. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, folks, just so you know where they're going to be, obviously, Featherstone, not obviously, but Featherstone was back in 20, on the 21st of November. On the 27th of December, they went to Wanganui. We're in Merry Merry on the 20th of Feb. On the 21st of March, they're down in Wanganui. And then the, uh, um, the, the, uh, final, the final round uh, is in uh, Wanaka. Yep. So, two trips to Wanganui. Sorry? Pardon? Was, oh. oh, the third grateful, yes, yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> um, so, uh, Two trips to Wanganui, so obviously it'll be the, the the same track, but different um, but different course on that track is what you're saying for there yeah. for that one. So um, yeah, so folks, so, yeah, don't so, just because you came second last time doesn't mean you're going to come second again this time. Yeah, hopefully um, not. Hopefully <laughs> not. <laughs> and Mary Mary is our home track as well, so we have our fingers and toes crossed that we'll do well in that round as well. So how does someone get in? If, if someone wanted to be a jet spin driver, how do they get into it? I guess if you like the speed, you're brave enough to, you know, race around a little man-made river track um, and you've got the money to invest in a boat and time, then, yeah, anyone's welcome to join the sport. It's a quite a nice culture with the jet sprinting community as well, so very welcoming. Um, if you're new to the sport, we're more than happy to help you out, I guess, because with each round, you're not competing against other people on the, on the track at the same time. So it's really just you and your team, you know, one at a time. So that's why it's quite friendly and it is, oh, we have that, you know, that banter with everyone as well. Like, you know, I hope you stuff up or, you know, that sort of thing. But it's, you know, it's, it's a friendly competition. And it is, um, yeah, as you say, it's, it's, it's one, one boat on at a time. It is it's a time trial style uh, sport. Yeah. Um, rather than uh, yeah, a, 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 a race to first over the line, um, which means from a, from a safety point of view, 
um, if you think about, yes, sure, you do go from noughts to 100 and something odd um, in, in a matter of seconds, and there are no breaks. Um, but yeah. um, um, but uh, as there's, yeah, there's just you on the course, so from that point of view, it's, it's relatively safe uh, that you're not going to get sort of bashed or crashed into or anything like that. Um, yeah, definitely as, not. As, as yeah. well. Um, the uh, if you but if you do look at them, you get yeah, they. I say you are travelling over 100 clicks an hour without any breaks, so accidents do happen. Um, have you been in? Uh, have, you, have you have you rolled the boat before, or, uh, or how how good is your driver for that? Point? <laughs> uh, if he's listening, he is really good. <laughs> he's a great driver. That's why I you know navigate with him. Um, but yeah, we've only done a couple of minor crashes, which is you know clipping the bank and doing like a 360 in the air and then coming back to the ground. So nothing too serious haven't flipped or been upside down in the water just yet touch wood um yeah because i guess you know three seconds under the water could feel maybe like a minute so touch wood definitely don't want that to happen no chapsy and the uh when you're saying three seconds the reason that you can do that is because look um jet boats don't uh whilst um uh, or, or because it looks look, because it's water, uh, it's not actually that deep, is it? That you're racing around in because they're, they're being jet boats, they don't have a, a deep keel or anything. No, yeah. So the water is only really knee length deep, maybe a bit higher, um, and you're really just gliding along the water. Which means the that the marshals can jump in the water and turn the boat back over, and, yep. uh, and can, yeah, it's uh, yeah. Having having watched um watch watch one crash and suddenly you've got all these what what you've seen has been people sort of zoom around on boats and you think oh it's kind of deep and then all these um marshals running through the water to 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 uh to to help um was uh, yeah it was it was a bit was uh, kind of it's it's uh it takes a while for your head to get used to that kind of concept um yeah anyway. definitely um the uh and yes because it's all muddy obviously because the boat's running through it you don't actually can't see the bottom um either so it could be as deep as uh as Loch Ness I don't know um <laughs> yeah the so yeah um so fantastic! That's the uh, and, and what's so what seven years now is has been that you've been navigating all with the same driver, uh, different drivers. So I've navigated for um, a guy called Andrew Guffries for a couple of years, and then I had a year break and then um, jumped in with Ollie. So I think this is our fifth fifth year together now. Um, and so, what are your goals or aspirations as a uh, in, in in jet sprinting? How far do you want to go? Definitely want to try get um, our five peat this year. So we've won it, for, you know, three times, or oh, four times before. So definitely want to try secure that this this coming season. What and that's it? And retire on the top, or, 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 or <laughs> years to come? You think uh, uh, navigating? We'll see how it goes because my dad doesn't know I do this just yet. <laughs> Uh, so maybe when he finds out and he freaks out, then I might have to stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeez, what you've been doing for seven years. Um, you've, 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 you're fine already, and uh, uh, you're a grown lady. You can you can make your own choices on these things. Um, I know, I know. But I'm still dancing, <laughs> <girl>, unfortunately. <laughs> um, so cool. So, folks, um, um, Jessica's been great and uh, has, has organised, hopefully, for me to, to get in a boat um next weekend uh, not a weekend after next um so um looking forward to that so um, i'm going to go out and buy myself a couple of um our oh, gopros um so you can look at how scared i look as i nip around a, um, a, a, a track um so look out for that on the uh, the channel also i'm going to be having a chat with ollie um 
Jess's uh, um, pilot or, or, or driver, whatever he's called. We'll find out that from him and how he got into the sport um, as a uh, as a driver um, as well. And as I say, myself, uh, we'll be down there on uh, at Merry Merry on um, the 20th of Feb, um, bringing you some coverage of the event. So really looking forward to that. So um, thank you, Jess, for your time. Uh, it's oh, been great you. having you chat. Yeah. And, uh, and folks, look out for lots more um, jet sprint coverage here on New Zealand Sports Radio. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.